The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check, we're back in studio, folks. It is a new year, and the NBA, NBA is out of control right now. Like, it just really is. Things are happening, so we're going to get into it. We're going to get into the best team in the NBA that nobody gives a fuck about. It's the Denver Nuggets. Like, has anyone said a peep about the Denver Nuggets, number one team in the West? No. Has anybody said a peep about Jokic, who's playing better basketball than he has in the two years that he won the MVP? No. Why? Because it's he's, he's fat, and he's foreign, and they're in Denver. We talk also about who's to blame in Minnesota, why things are a little bit tilted in Boston. And we're not just talking about the rims. We are talking about what's happening with the team. And a little news on the pair of the league's biggest young superstars, Luca and Jaw. Come on, Nick, do me a favor and drop that generic-ass beat. Let's start with the Nugs. Let's start with them. So we have Nikola Jokic, right? The reigning two-time MVP. In a season with historic performances so far from Tatum, KD, Giannis, Embiid, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Jaw, and, and Jokic still may be the best player in the league again. Again. Bet you didn't see that one coming. Shout out to Jeremy Renner. Good well soon, Jeremy Renner. Also, as an aside, if you don't have a truck that can plow snow, don't plow snow with that truck. Heads up to that. Three-time MVP for Jokic. Could he be a three-time back-to-back-to-back like Drake MVP? Like, probably. Let's be real. Like, Jokic, statistically better than he was last year. Statistically better than he was the year before. And this time, the Nuggets aren't the four seed, folks. They're not the six seed, folks. Where where are the Nuggets in the standings? Checks notes. Number one in the West? What? Yeah. And nobody cares? His last game against the best team in the NBA so far with the number one ranked defense in the NBA. 30, 12, and 12. And get this, zero turnovers – 
and one foul. That is an average game right now for Nikola Jokic that no one watches. He had his ninth triple-double this year. Nine triple-doubles? He's like the big, white, fat Russell Westbrook, and no one is talking about it. 27th game, shooting 50% from the field. Are you serious? Are we, like, if you were honest with yourself, how many games have you watched of Nikola Jokic's this year? Is it, is it less than five? Can you count them on one hand? Can you count them on two fingers? Be honest. You're doing yourself a disservice. I know they don't play. If you're on the East Coast, they don't play at a great time. They don't. You're probably night-night sleep mask, but you probably need to DVR it or you probably need to just stay up a little longer because it's ridiculous what he's doing. It's ridiculous. And I'm saying it to myself as well because I haven't watched a ton of Jokic primetime games. Why? Because the NBA won't put him in primetime. It's ridiculous. He has the highest player efficiency rating in the history of the NBA last year, and he's actually better this year. Not a peep on ESPN. Not a peep on First Take. Not a peep on Undisputed. Not a peep on NBA TV. No one seems to care. No one seems to notice enough to care. And that, I think, is why he's the perfect star for the Nuggets. Because just like people still sleeping on him, no one giving the Nuggets any love either. None. Not on this podcast. Not today. Lead story on this podcast. We are absolutely going to give him and this team their flowers. What is happening with the Nuggets needs to be redlined. Because this is a team that is just possibly, possibly could win it all. What they're doing right now. And I know the non-Jokic minutes are ugly. So things are going to change there. But after starting 14-10 and 10, with Jamal Murray struggling to come back into form, Michael Porter Jr. struggling to be healthy on any level, the Nuggets are 10-2 and two since then. With the league's eighth best defense, they had the second best defense in their five-game win streak. They currently still have the best defensive rating in clutch time. Yes, when it matters most, they are locking folks down. And that is just absolutely wild, considering that Jokic is zero defensive love. People actually consider Jokic to be a negative defender. People consider Jokic to be a liability on defense. A joke, if you will, on defense. Yet, yet every year, his defensive rating continues to improve. Michael Malone went on a rant last April when he said, yeah, you can't say Jokic is not an elite defender. All of the analytics that they use for other players, when you apply those same analytics to Nikola Jokic, he would be an all-defensive player. Nate Silver at 538, who I love because he's a nerd and he does all the work for me, he crunched the data and said that Jokic could have and probably should have been defensive player of the year last year or at least in the conversation. Not a single person mentioned that. We had Marcus fucking Smart. No shade to him. Marcus fucking smart won the defensive player of the year for no reason. He wasn't even the best defender defender on his own team. Okay? Like, not even close. Rob Williams should have won it over him. Just on the team. The best defensive player of the year in Boston was not Marcus Smart, let alone in the NBA. You ready? Showtime. 
On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Just slept on. This team, Jokic in general, slept on. But so are a lot of the other Nuggets as well. Let's talk about a player who I have hated on, and it stops now. He's not just a dunker. Aaron Gordon this year is absolutely insane, having a career year. Right now, Aaron Gordon averaging 17 points per game, 6.6 rebounds per game, shooting 60% from the field. Let's talk about how he's transformed the game. Because during his time in Orlando that nobody really remembers or cares about, the only thing you remember is is him dunking over the mascot, let's be honest, with short hair. Like six and a half seasons in Orlando, he never eclipsed league average in true shooting percentage. Never. 53%. 13.8 points lower than this year's mark. That's ridiculous. He has improved in every way. According to Cleaning the Glass, a career high, 63% of his shots are at the rim this season, which is in the 100th percentile among forwards. He's shooting 76% around the rim, 94th percentile. Dude has become so versatile. He's changed his game so much. So immensely. He doesn't shoot pull-ups anymore. He slashes more. He's using his size more down in the paint. Like, he's basically said, okay, I am bigger, stronger, faster, and more bouncy. So why am I shooting jumpers again? Like, why am I doing that? These guys can't guard me. And it's working. He has redefined his play style to do what his gifts allow him to do, right? Don't shoot those mid-ranges anymore. Just literally post guys up and dunk over them. That's what you do. Just rebound over them, dunk over them, push guys around. So should Aaron Gordon be an all-star? Why is he not getting enough praise? I don't know. Let Bones Highland say what he thinks. This is definitely uh, one of the best seasons or the best season I've seen, you know, from AG play by far. Um, his numbers prove it. Um, he goes out there and gives his all on both ends of the floor, whether that's guarding the best player or, you know, on the other end, you know, scoring, rebounding, assists. So, you know, he does the, the junkyard work for us, and I feel like he doesn't get a lot of praise. So, you know, AG definitely all-star for sure. <laughs> for sure. What is uh, What does Jokic think about Aaron Gordon? Because this comment shocked me. AG, like he's the guy who doesn't maybe get a lot of credit, uh, but he's a really big part of this team. Um, you know, he, I can say that he's the soul of this team. Pause. The soul of the team? Two-time MVP says, oh yeah, Aaron Gordon's the soul of our team. If that makes any sense, uh, because he, he can do everything on the floor. And uh, when he has a night like that, like the date, it, it's really good. Also the dunk of the year. Did you see what he did? to Landry Shamet on Christmas Day. I haven't talked to you all since then. I think we had the the New Year's Day episode, but I didn't have time to be talking about Aaron Gordon dunks. So, oh my God, though. The soul of the team, you could legit say Aaron Gordon should be most improved player this year. I know it's going to be Shea because he was so good last year and the numbers he's putting up. But honestly, he could legit win it. He should be in the conversation. This is ridiculous what he's doing. Also, a little fun fact. Aaron Go- Gordon and Nikola Jokic, 
have both shot 50% or better from the field every single game since before Halloween. It's what, January 2nd? 22 consecutive games. That is the longest streak of any duo shooting better than 50% since 1990. All right, let's move on past or Aaron Gordon and Jokic. Bruce Brown has been great. 20 points against the Celtics off the bench, replacing Jamal Murray. KCP has been a spark as well. He's been really, really good. Bones Highland has emerged. If you, if you didn't see him send Sam Hauser to the shadow realm against the Celtics, you should look at that. He missed the three, which made it, like, really sad because if he would have hit that, that would have just been, like, maybe an all-time NBA moment of this season. He also got into a little battle with Jalen Brown, tripped him to the floor. They beat the shit out of the Celtics. Like, they beat them down. This is the kind of intensity that you want from your role players, from your young players. Also, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. starting to slowly acclimate themselves back from injury. When they get back fully healthy, oh my God. I know we don't think about the Nuggets in terms of them accomplishing anything on any level because they're the Nuggets. But I think this is a finals team. Like This could be a team very easily that has home court, when you've got multiple teams struggling like the Warriors, you've got Memphis having their own depth issues, you've got the Pelicans kind of up and down, the, the Suns have been garbage on the road. I, this is a team that legit, when fully healthy, especially if they make some moves at the deadline, which we'll talk about in just a second, this could be a team legitimately representing the West. And they're all in on Jokic. They know he's legendary in his prime. They are not they're not talking Western Conference Finals only. They want to win it all. This is what Coach Malone said. For us to be first place in the West, having beat some really good teams as of late because of our defense, is a good sign. So if you can do this for nine games with the schedule that we've had, that shows it. If you can have the number one clunch defense in the NBA, it shows it. We've got the personnel right now, basically. You just have to execute night after night after night and not allow the Sacramento Kings to shoot 75% from the field in the fourth quarter. So the rumors are that the Nuggets are going to go after another wing defender, try to find another Aaron Gordon to add to depth, add to their versatility, helping non-Jokic minutes to have maybe a playmaker as well, like a Malcolm Brogdon type, maybe like, I don't know, like a Mike Conley. You add that to a healthy Nuggets team, like watch the fuck out. I think the Nuggets might be the most slept-on team in the NBA. And – if the response to Jokic's back-to-back MVP is any indication, I think even if this team were to win it all, the Nuggets would still not get the credit they deserve. And that is a damn shame.